Welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast, a weekly show to equip parents with biblical truth on raising confident Christian kids in an uncertain world. Hi, I'm Angie from Courageous Mom. And I'm Isaac from Resolute Man. We've been married 19 years and have seen the fruit in raising our eight kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible. We can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from the faith by age 18, and it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in a fallen world. Hello, welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast. This is exciting, isn't it, Angie? Yeah, we have been dreaming of starting a parenting podcast for a while. Here we are in our first episode. Yes, so we're welcome. so glad you guys are with us. Yes, we are determined to impact families and parents to biblically train their children so they launch from their home, mm-hmm. believers, but with purpose. That's right. That's right. And so we wanted to just share with you guys some of our vision for why we're starting this podcast and introduce who we are. I'm Angie from Courageous Mom. I'm Isaac from Resolute Man. And we have been ministering to couples for a long time, yeah. Um, mainly in our our immediate communities that we've been living in. But I've also been writing for about ten years. Why don't you tell them about our family? So we have eight kids, ranging in ages from newborn to eighteen and a half years old. So we've been at this parenting gig for about as long as we've been married because we yeah. got pregnant about four months Often after we fast. got married so um we've been married 19 years and yeah. our oldest is 18 years old and she's at college just came back for christmas break so fun to see her isn't it yes we had awesome pictures today with the family yeah that was great the kids just love seeing their sister and it's just fun to see how their relationships are blossoming and oh it's amazing yeah they love each other but hey this episode is about visioneering for parents in the new year that's right. And it's so important whether you have a new baby, one-year-old, two-year-old, mm-hmm. or a 14-year-old. Um, no matter what your kids' ages are, vision is crucial. And I know what you're saying. You probably know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get questions all the time from <laughs> other moms going, how do I, I... I love the idea of setting goals. I love the idea of having family vision. But what if I'm married to someone who isn't a visionary? Or what if I'm not a visionary, right? If you're thinking to yourself right now. Yeah. And here's... A fact that's really important regardless if, if you've been a visionary in work and past regardless if people in high school called you a visionary mm-hmm. regardless if your family thinks of you as a visionary regardless of if you think of yourself as a visionary you have to be a visionary if you're married and or have kids and not only that one of the things I was just recently thinking about is how God himself was a visionary as he set out to create our whole world and as he designs and creates all of our families yeah. and we are all made in God's image yeah so we have that ability to tap into that supernatural wisdom and power that we have from the Lord as we study in his word what he has for us the vision he has for us as parents the vision yeah. he has for me as a mom you as a dad yeah. but in doing that we should be inspired to also be like seeking him and asking God, what would you have me to do? And let me qualify this. You may have certain visionaries in mind and you're not, so it, 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 it's not a personality driven thing that mm-hmm. we're talking about. Right. What we're talking about is it takes vision, seeing into the future of what we want that's God honoring, mm-hmm. that we probably prayed about. Dreaming. Dreaming mm-hmm. so that we can ta- make the right actions today in our parenting and in our marriage, mm-hmm. but that has to do with parenting, 
um, so that the vision down the road becomes reality. Because if you don't have vision, your family is left to w- wander yeah. kind of in the wilderness of culture and in the world. Hey, that actually reminds me. Have you ever heard the saying that if you don't, um, if you don't engage life, life will happen to you? Mm-hmm. And and as believers, we don't want to just be walking through life purposeless. Right. We want to be purposeful. But in order to do that, you actually have to have some sort of vision, right? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, if you're on a off-roading, like on a, a you know uh, road with ruts in it, let's say. And let's say you're going down the road and the, it kind of keeps you in those ruts. And if you're not a vision, if you don't do some visionarying, then sometimes you stay in those ruts, but that path sometimes doesn't actually lead to where you want. The tricky part of it, though, is you slowly veer off course, okay? And sometimes you have to do visioneering with your spouse. You have to do visioneering to really look at your family and the parenting and the behaviors that are happening, Mm -hmm. to know when you have to get out of those ruts and into a new path, because sometimes it takes a new path to get to where you want, because you've learned a lot in the last year. So here we are finishing a year, and there's all kinds of things we've learned, but unless you actually think about it and you actually think about what happened this year, you don't know if you need to get out of that path into a new path or not in certain areas of our marriage and parenting. That's right. And part of that is actually taking off the rose-tinted glasses, if you will, Yeah. And for all areas of your life and being able to be honest, introspective, and communicate and be objective, really. It's like yeah. looking at yourself and your family objectively you're, and going, you're hey. honest. Yeah. You're saying, get real. Yeah. You know, we like to look at our family as, as, as amazing. As like, real as we can. But, that's right. But, and sometimes there's blind spots, but that's partially why you have a spouse, why you have kids. Yeah. They definitely shine light on those blind spots, right? Um, but so, we, have to, we have to look honestly. We do, and there's all kinds of improvements. I, I want you guys, first of all, to understand mm-hmm. we are not perfect parents. Not And our all. marriage is not perfect. We're constantly going back to the Word, we're praying, and we're recalibrating towards what God wants for our family. Mm-hmm. And But if we don't stop to do that, then um, then we're likely to, you know, I, I really believe things are either improving towards a great destination or they're digressing. And if we're not proactive, they're probably digressing. Yeah, or you're growing stagnant, right? Yeah. It's interesting. So Isaac, one of the things that I, one of the questions that I get from a lot of moms and maybe you get from dads too, is how do you keep doing what you're doing as a mom for as long as you've done it faithfully? Well, I've witnessed you do that, uh, which is interesting. You're asking the question. That would be a good question for you, but, and I'll ask you in a second. Mm -hmm. But um, it is so important. There's so many actions that are mundane and that are very normal and that seem insignificant and maybe we're groaning mm-hmm. about inside in our hearts. No, for sure. There, okay? you, 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 <laughs> Isaac's been working from home for the last few years and yeah. so he gets to witness me fight that inner battle but you're of, very good of at being I, able to I, lead I your say, heart. I want to say you're very good at it because you'll get in that spot and then you're reminded and I a lot of times myself. You, you're yes. reminding yourself sometimes it's me. Sometimes an interaction with one of your kid, one of our kids. Oh, totally. That reminds you. Well, one of the things that the kids <laughs> like to do. I don't know if any of you moms can relate to this, but when I start getting into a place where like I'm just getting frustrated, or the kids can just tell I'm not walking in the spirit in the same kind of way, they'll go and turn worship music on. 
They know. That's they know because that is actually one of the things that ever What's since they were little, yeah. you know, setting the atmosphere is a huge thing just for the day to day, minute to minute stuff, the grind, right? The trenches that we're in and leading yourself when, when it's hard is important. And so, music so, does it. so to bring that part to a close is if you don't have vision for why you're doing what you're doing in the moment, the mundane things then you'll just do them as mundane things and they'll eat at your heart. Mm -hmm. You'll be unsatisfied. You'll be unsatisfied. But if you are reminding yourself of the greater plan here, Mm -hmm. the greater vision of doing this laundry, you know, contributes to my kids and I'm nurturing my kids. I'm showing that I care for them, Mm -hmm. which brings up, you know, all kinds of positive things into the future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so Angie, uh, we talked about it's required. Um, let's talk about introspection. We talked a little bit about that too, but getting honest with ourselves, but I think we could really talk about that. What do we need as we're closing out the year here? What do we need to be thinking about our family and kids Mm -hmm. marriage to be able to recalibrate, know what to recalibrate on? So one of the things that Isaac and I have always done, and I think that you started this just a few years into marriage, maybe even like our second year of marriage, Isaac and I like to go on what we call visioneering dates. And we highly recommend these. Um, we've written about them. We've taught them in marriage seminars in the past where you need to go out specifically for the purpose of visioneering together and evaluating the different areas of your life. So for us, it's financial area, spiritual area intimacy area Mm -hmm. family and when you write family down you actually can write down all of your kids names because you want to evaluate those things you want to evaluate your friendships body of christ so we have community work we have long dates nowadays because there's eight kids that's true. That definitely. Well, we don't do this every single date night. Don't 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 misunderstand. But that's true. Um, but it's important for us. We love to visioneer, and so we definitely do it probably more than the average couple would. But for us, it's a way to evaluate where we're at, where we've been, and where we're going. So specifically, and you can make up what areas of life you want. Sometimes they change. You know, sometimes we've had vineyard on the list or projects, special projects. Oh, yeah, that's always many, on the list. There's yes. too many projects in, mm-hmm. in our past and so forth. And so, um, and then you rate them one to ten. You put a little rating together mm-hmm. and maybe you mm-hmm. each rate them. And you'll have, wherever you have different ratings as a married couple creates the best conversations. Right. Right. Because one couple could think, for example, that they're just scoring high points in the intimacy category and the other couple could be like well we could use a little (laughs) bit of work there right and so it's really been helpful for us over the years to be able to evaluate those different areas of life and you just rate them one to five one to ten and then maybe even jot down a note of what you are why you are rating it what you're rating it so that when you're going through and you're communicating together about it then you can really get into those dig into those conversations but this has been a powerful thing that we've then taken to our kids mm-hmm. at the end of every year we reevaluate which we're in the process of doing with our kids now so we have a meeting and if you're ever i mean a lot of people listening and have very small kids but here's the thing if you have small kids and you're not doing this now, you will not do this when they're older. <laughs> okay? It will get it's, harder. It'll for get sure. harder. It yes. doesn't get easier. So you as a married couple need to do this now. And then when you have 
kids that are old enough, you mm -hmm. might be asking, when are they old enough? Well, you're the parents. You should know when they're old enough for that. It's it's not an age thing. It's a maturity thing, mm -hmm. right? When you think they can listen and think about the things you're talking about and rate them, and sometimes you help them a little bit. Um, but, you know, it might be seven, eight, nine. Yeah, and you know what's kind of fun, too, is like I remember even last year, Solomon was two years old. Yeah. And I don't know if we have this written down for him, but I remember us going, Solomon, what kind of goals do you want? And he was just like, I don't know. And and we said, oh, do you want to be potty trained? And he's like, yeah, I'll be a big boy. And, yeah. you know, and so yeah. being able to hit those kinds of goals with them and for them to witness you explaining to the family that's actually a huge part of it so, that you yeah. involve them in the process so you have a you know if you're not used to running meetings with your family or with your spouse together then just write just write some basic notes in a journal or a piece of paper mm -hmm. about the agenda and do it but I always say if you're gonna have a meeting uh, at least think about some thoughts in the beginning to set the stage for it and it can be as simple as hey everybody this Sunday we're going to spend an hour or two and I'm going to talk about this year and uh, I want you guys to think about the things you tried to accomplish this year and think about yourself as a person and areas you want to improve and so be thinking about so be yep. thinking about that ahead of time and then Sunday I'm going to we're going to meet and we're going to talk about that so I did actually just did that with the family for um, this coming probably tomorrow Sunday we'll we'll do that mm -hmm. and um, but because we've been doing this before from last year, they have a picture of what they wrote on the whiteboard in front of us, or in their journals actually, which is all the areas of their life, ratings on it for the previous year, and then their goals in each of those areas of their life for the new year, and uh, only picking one thing for each of those, so there's not too many. Yeah, so they, they pretty much choose like one, maybe two, depending on the age of the kid, the maturity, and how much sure. they think they can conquer. Um, but we have really encouraged them to be introspective. See, this is the part that I think is super, super valuable for your kids, is for them to be um, becoming aware of what it means to be introspective yeah. and developing the skill of being able to look at themselves objectively and go, I could improve here. Yeah. And, oh, look at how much I've grown this year and where do I want to go and be thinking bigger of themselves, be trying to like push themselves to grow in these different areas of life. Yeah. Not everyone has that natural skill, but it's actually something that can be taught and cultivated yeah. in people. Because for us, I know I didn't grow up doing this. And you probably didn't either. No. And so this is just something that we have developed as adults, mm -hmm. and now we're teaching our kids to develop that skill also. And so in the Bible, in Proverbs, it says, uh, Proverbs 16, 9, a man's heart plans his way, mm -hmm. but the Lord directs his steps. So one of the key things to this is prayer. He's lifting mm -hmm. up to the Lord. And right. so you might have some plans and be thinking about these things, but then it's important to pray about it. And sometimes until we pray, we don't get as honest with ourselves as we need to be. Sometimes we need that conviction from God because mm -hmm. we asked him to reveal it to us. Right. And sometimes we're also setting goals that we may not even realize are being influenced by the culture around us or by what we think we need. But God will reveal what we actually need. Yeah. And he sometimes it's not in alignment. So it's really, really important that we pray about it. It's important that we teach our kids to be doing that. Yeah. And it's fun. 
It is fun. To be able to be praying for each other, for God to reveal that to one another as well, and to see God answering those prayers for our kids is pretty cool. Now, let's talk about the marriage part, because I think a lot of people might have younger kids, and so you have to practice this as a marriage. So how does this have to do with parenting? Well, let's focus on the parenting part, which is when you're honest, you have to be honest about the behaviors of your kids, heart attitudes of your kids. Mm-hmm. Um where they're at in their walk with God, that means something different. If if they're two, that means something different than if they're eight, right? Or something like that. Right. So keep that in mind. But you should think about these things and then think about, you know, what are the areas of improvement you see needed from your leadership from the wife's perspective on her Mm -hmm. leadership? She can think about that. From the husband's perspective on his leadership Mm -hmm. and we can give each other feedback too. And what needs to be improved there? Because... Let's talk about words for a second. Words from parents are powerful. Mm, Yes. I just want to let that sink in for a second. Your words are more powerful than you might realize. Mm -hmm. Every word you say, whether it's an encouragement or you're correcting or you're uh, appreciating and and having fun with your kids or or whatever it is, disciplining, Mm -hmm. all those things are so, your words are so important. So, what we can change is our words in the new year. And we can pinpoint areas we want to specifically change our words and say certain things over and over again over the next year. Or focus, areas of focus, taking our kids to scripture or teaching our kids things or exhibiting mm-hmm. aspects of our leadership that are different that impact those specific areas that we see our kids need improvement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Well, this is something that maybe we can go into in another podcast even more in depth on, but I think it's really important that what we are, what you're talking about is having a biblical vocabulary with our kids. Mm -hmm. And so like, for example, if you and I were to go on a date and I was to share with you my perspective on one of the things that maybe one of our kids is struggling with, I would use biblical words to describe it so that we could label it properly, Mm -hmm. be praying for it. Um, For example, self-control. If you have a child that's struggling with self-control over their emotions, self-control over eating Mm -hmm. certain things, self-control over um, even being able to stop playing to go potty, that takes a level of self-control. So there's all different things. If you just think about that one word, self-control, there are many ways that you could challenge your child in that next year with the word self-control. And here's what's powerful. If you you and your husband or <laughs> or your wife are a team, and if part of a team doesn't understand the plan, then there's no teamwork. Right. And so it's so important. Visioneering together is perhaps, most importantly, just getting on the same page about areas of focus. Mm-hmm. To For each be kid, yeah. a powerful team together and back each other up in the new year. Which is super, super important as parents. Another aspect that I think of um, regarding parenting too, Isaac, is um, you know going back to that original question that I asked you about um, how do you keep doing the faithful things day to day for 19, 20 years? Um, because you know, we've been living a traditional marriage for that long. I've been yeah. at home and you've been the primary breadwinner. Yeah. Um, And, you know, one of the things that I think about for me is that it always comes back to the vision that I have as a parent, Yeah, which is why why we're doing this. And so we want to encourage you guys to be thinking about what your vision is as parents together, the vision that you have for your family 
to be thinking about that because we'll talk about this um, in future podcasts as well. Yeah. Um, but that really is the why that keeps me going in the mundane tasks I'm every so single day. I'm glad you brought this up. You, you were bringing something up that is so paramount and crucial because you can do all these other things we're talking about, but if you don't have a vision for 10, 15 years from now, doesn't have to be perfectly clarified, but in mm-hmm. a general sense of the why of what you want to see for your legacy and your family and even beyond that, then you will not take the right actions today when there's mundane tasks to do. And you won't do it with the right heart. And it's very hard to spend the time to figure out what these areas together. And it's very hard um, to take action on them. And so you have to know the why. And what does the Bible say about the why? Why don't you talk about that? Well, so I was just thinking about that. And in Proverbs um, 29, 18, it says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So the first part of verse 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. And for sure, like if you as a parent, you could just put parent in there. Where parents have no vision, their family will perish. (laughs) I mean, think about it, you guys. If you don't have a bigger reason why to do the dishes every single day or why you're going to be for, for me, I homeschool. So I, I think if I don't have a bigger vision for the why behind the homeschooling, it's hard. Yeah. It would be easy for me to become overwhelmed, to um, to want to give up because I there have been many, many days. And we'll talk about those kinds of things more in depth in other podcasts for sure. But where there is no vision, the people perish. And, and then the second part of that, which is, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. And so... Mm. I think that God put those two together (laughs) for a very important reason, because if we are following God's law and we're following God's word, this Mm -hmm. is where we get that vision, actually. Yeah. And we'll be happy and we'll thrive. We won't perish if we have that vision. What's the purpose of parenting? Before we answer, I want you to think about that. Mm -hmm. What is the purpose of parenting? Why did God give you your children? I'm assuming everybody believes that, right? We believe what the Bible says, okay? Right. So why did God create them? Well, it's to glorify God. It's to glorify God. To make him known. To yeah. make him known. The Great Commission. And so if, <laughs> yeah. if, if we're not doing things today with the vision of them being confident Christian adults, ready to glorify God themselves out in the marketplace when we're not there or in the home when we're not there, their own homes. Right. Then we're missing. We're going to miss it every single day. But the first thing is, though, is like, okay, so when you were even talking about the mundane tasks around the house, for example, like doing laundry, I think to myself, this is my the way I, I, as a woman, think about my role as doing laundry. I think in this moment, I am being an example to my daughters of what it looks mm. like to be a godly wife and mother and homemaker. I am being an example to my sons as to what they should be desiring for their future wife. And when I treat my wife like a princess or a queen, I'm modeling for my sons how to treat their future wives. And when I lead devotions, I'm modeling. And that keeps me motivated. Mm-hmm. And you're modeling for your daughters, too. You're yeah. modeling for them what they should be expecting from their husband for, in a certain degree. And when yeah. you take your little four-year-old daughter out on a date, dads, you're modeling 
what a man should do for them when they're older. Mm-hmm. And so when they're young, I mean, their worldview is formed by what, six, eight, seven? Yeah, between six, seven. five and seven. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if, if there's any dads out there that think that, oh, I can be more involved later when they're older, you're totally missing the boat. You should just like completely change your life quickly and reorientate your priorities. Like today. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just and by the way, this really podcast, <laughs> we're going to tell the truth, biblical truth, and we're going to speak it like it is. We have a lot of experience, but... Um, and we like to do research and read and all that kind of stuff too. So yeah. we're not we're not right about everything. No. We aren't perfect parents like we said at the beginning of the podcast. But this is one thing that's for sure. Isaac is totally right. I can attest to having witnessed our daughters come back from those date nights with dad. And they are just glowing and beaming. And their love tanks are just filled up to the brim. So important. Mm-hmm. And they don't always remember. If they're real young, they won't remember. But they're being formed. You see, right. that's what people get wrong. Right. So memory matters less than their formation. So mm-hmm. just remember that, okay? In uh, Proverbs 16, 3, it says, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. So what are the works? Commit your works as a parent to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. Mm-hmm. So if we try and think of what we want to focus on for the new year before we've committed them to the Lord, we may not think of the things God wants us to be thinking of. That's good. It's really good. So super important. Um, we're excited to do this podcast. And um, I think uh, the last point is, and then we'll wrap up, is progress matters. It matters for your marriage and it matters for your kids. And so when your kids feel like there's they're making new progress in the year and you guys are recognizing it together because you set out to do something in the mm-hmm. beginning and you looked at it at the end, which mm-hmm. we're about to do, yep. they feel good. And so making progress on personal goals, family goals, and within the marriage Mm -hmm. and being unified as a team is transformational. It really is. And I'm glad that we're starting out this podcast with talking about vision. I know that for some of you, this might feel like, hey, tell me how to get obedient kids, right? Right. Yes. (laughs) We will. Or you may feel like you're overwhelmed. And I just want to encourage you that if you are a person that does struggle with having vision, just ask yourself these questions. Ask yourself, where do I want my family to be in 10 years from now? Yeah. Where do I want my marriage to be in 10 years from now? Start there and and evaluate those different areas that we mentioned earlier, which is financial, spiritual, um, family relationships, body of Christ relationships like your church community, mm-hmm. um, work, special projects. Each kid. Each kid, intimacy. You know, those are like the, the big mm-hmm. labeled topics that are super important to just think about, look about, talk about. Mm-hmm. And if you just start right there with having the conversation about it, you are already making the, a good first step. It is so important. And so, um, and for, for you moms that are in the home and maybe you're struggling with having that vision and purpose for your everyday tasks, I would just encourage you to be looking to God's word and praying and, and tell your husband, be really honest with him and say, hey, I'm really struggling with this. And hopefully he, he can help guide you to remember why you're mm-hmm. doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe what you need from him is for him to be more appreciative. Be really open and honest about those things. There are times when I tell Isaac, like, I just need to feel like a woman again, or I need to feel um, appreciated or like this mm-hmm. is a thankless job or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So do you see how it's important that you communicate? That's what we want you guys to be doing. It's so important. And you don't have to commit a lot of things. In fact, it's even better to commit 
a few things Mm -hmm. and actually do them. And so it can be very, very simple. So we're excited uh, to be doing this podcast Mm -hmm. and uh, we want to wrap it up. We would love it if you gave us some star uh, stars up there and, uh, you also did a written review. That would be amazing, too, because this gets us out to more people in the world. That's right. We'd love to hear about more topics you want to hear from from us. You can connect with us on social media. I'm Resolute Man. She's Courageous Mom. Mm-hmm. And so we would love that as well. And uh, we look forward to chatting with you next time. Thanks for joining us. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. We wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online parenting mentor program. Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, Isaac and I release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you and your spouse to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting. It's an incredible program where we cover everything from obedience, training, to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's an incredible community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone. If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentorship program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.